a gigantic buyout that could change the framework of the internet as we know it. This is shooting the shit. going on welcome to spring like i said it again but yet spring is still not showing its pretty little face all that much here it's kind of chilly here in the northeast today it was chilly yesterday a little breezy the sun is blaring but uh weather's only going to get better people it is it is the beginning i mean yesterday felt more like the beginning of like uh november or the end of october it was a little uh little windy a little nipply hmm Excuse me, I needed to drink a little cup of my coffee. Um, yeah, it's a little, little, little nipply here, but good weather is uh is on the horizon. It will be here before you know it. Summer will be here. You'll be drinking beers by the pool and floating around and getting all drunk, and hopefully not drowning. All right, people, let's get started with this. Um, before we get um into the uh, gigantic buyout, yeah, that's right. The internet could be totally changed. We can only hope. We can only hope. Well, let's see. All right, but before we get into that, let's talk about the war in Ukraine and what's going on there. Uh, it just seems like as the battle continues inside the borders of Ukraine, the media, it seems like they're getting less and less interested in making this a top story, um, even though it's death and destruction. Why are they doing it? I, it? Let's face the facts, people. It's war. I mean, this could last for years. It's already been days, weeks, now even months since the start. It's been a little over two months that the war has been going on. And we know how wars work. Wars could be days. It could go on for decades. But this one right now, it's been it's a little over two months. And it's 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 absolutely horrible. It's it's horrible what Russia's doing. Mm. Excuse me, what, what Putin's doing. Um and for the Ukrainian people, it, it, it's terrible. It's terrible. I mean it's it seems like the story's fading away. You know, as fast as each, you know, as each COVID variant <laughs> came and went, seems like the, the war in Ukraine's just, you know, on the internet's just disappearing. Uh, I, I'm not saying it's, it, it is what it is. I'm not saying it's hard, you know, it, it's not a horrible thing. It is, but it, it obviously it, it's destructive. It's tragic. The thing is though, nobody wants this, not the Ukraines or even the Russians. I mean, it's one man's delusion that land still belongs to him it, it kind of if you think about this you know i get what putin's doing you know 
you 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 had Kiev, which was the start of the Ukraine. That's and, and Putin still thinks that you know a six hundred year war should continue. You know, it's not even a six hundred year war. Six hundred years ago, they just they broke off. They became their own country. They're still Russians. They're just Ukrainians. You know, it's funny because I have a family member who's Ukrainian, and we always used to call me stupid fucking Russian. But anyway, um, you know, they're still Russian. Um, but it kind of sounds familiar, right? Like Ukraine took the land, became their own thing, and now six hundred years later, you got a crazy motherfucker complaining about it and decides to take it to war. Now, thank God this hasn't happened here, but kind of like the Indians. Think about it. All of a sudden, what happens if, you know, the Indians decided they want to fight back and take their land back from us, you know? <laughs> if they took it into their own hands and they decided, like, fuck you people, you know, you stole the land from us. I mean, it's, it's basically what happens. So when you have people here who, oh, yeah, we stole from the Indians. Well, yeah, Ukrainians kind of stole it from Russia, if you think about it. But mm, to the left, they won't look at it that way. They'll look at it as it, it, it's crazy. If the Indians decided to you know, get military equipment and decide to fight against us, I guess, I guess the people's minds, their ideology behind this would be a little different. I don't know. But that's basically what it is, if you think about it. 600 years ago, it broke off. They they took the land that was Russia's, and they, they made it their own. And we came across here, and we took the land from the Indians, and we made it our own. I mean, it's the same type of deal. Um... Yeah, I went there. Sorry, <laughs> because people just don't get the situation until it happens to them. That's how it works, you know. Putin's a lunatic. Uh, and no, no, the land no longer belongs to, to Russia. It doesn't. I, I, it's like the land does not belong to the Indians anymore. It really doesn't. Um, so why fight? I mean, Ukrainian had enough, you know, of this bullshit. And, and the Russian people also had enough of this bullshit. They really have. I mean, think about this. If you really think about it. Russians' people were starting to come into their own. Um, people have smartphones. They're on TikTok. They don't want to fight. But yet, they're there. They're forced to fight. Because Putin, the crazy motherfucker, it's a communist country and it's on the communist rule. And what you're told to do, you do. Unlike here. I mean, you volunteer to go fight here. Unless, of course, there's a draft. Which, there was at one time. But there's no draft anymore. Um, and the only reason the draft was because they needed soldiers to fight. It's honestly really made no sense, but it did. Eh. Anyway, different wars, different time. Um, the American people really should pay attention to what's going on here because all the left-wing ideology behind a socialistic world is basically what Russia is um, with communism. But socialism usually ends up turning into some sort of communism. So as your own government continues to push different restrictions on you, lockdowns, um, mandates, tries to take away your freedoms, like speech, like your Second Amendment, things of that nature. I mean, they're small steps to actual total control. So, but anyway, with with, with this, let's just talk with, see, uh, I got this story here from uh, CNBC. Before I continue, talk to your friends, get them to listen to the podcast, podcast is doing okay, it's not doing fabulous, and I like to do this only for the fact that it's like, I get to vent on my own thing, I'll give you facts, 
And then I'll give you my opinion and just vent about it. And I can talk freely, almost like a keyboard pirate, like I'm behind here and almost like, yeah, I got these big muscles. Would I say this to other people? Yeah, I would speak because it's just it's just political talk. And I know politics, you never get politics uh, or religion involved in any kind of with friends or family. And I consider everybody my friend who listens. You're all my friends. Um, and I like to talk politics and I put it out there and... Again, you can contact me, uh, unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of me and you can talk to me. And I'll, I'll answer your questions. I'll answer whatever. You can tell me I'm an idiot. You can tell me my show sucks and get off the air. But I just enjoy doing this. But please, like me, you know, follow me. Push this out to your people, to your friends. Let them know, you know. I'm also on Facebook, on uh, Instagram, uh, I'm even going to, I think, try to set up another Twitter now, <laughs> yeah, uh, and get it out there on there, um, because honestly, on there, I don't think I'm going to be as monitored, so anyway, I have a, C- a CNBC um, thing here with the war in Russia, NATO leader warns Ukraine war could drag on for years, Putin threatens lightning fast retaliation if nations intervene. We all knew that from day one. This is where I got behind Joe Biden um, when I actually said him not getting directly involved was the smart thing to do. People were like, no, we got to do that. No, we're told not to. It's not our war. Step back. Stop being the fucking world police. We don't need to be. But we need to help the Ukrainian people. Okay, listen, I understand some people need help. I was one of those in school where I was the kid who would go after the bully. And, and, and yes, the, the kids that were bullied looked at me and like, okay, he's a good guy and, he, you know, he's, he's helping us. And I get it. But sometimes you just got to step back and allow nature to take its course. Sometimes a war, a fight isn't your place to step in and get involved. So we were told, no get involved. So as long as it's inside of the borders of Ukraine, we should not get directly involved. I am totally behind that ideology that Biden put out um, because Putin told him not to. Now, if it does break into a NATO country, I get it. And this is where NATO comes in and NATO warns, you know, Ukraine It could drag on for years. As long as it stays inside of Ukraine now, hey. That's it's that's something they're gonna have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I'm just trying to drink down my coffee before it's you know I don't like I I hate even remotely warm coffee like I want it piping hot and it's getting warm. Mm-hmm. Ah, let me just finish it there and give me a little Joda, uh, caffeine sugary bliss. Mm. Put a little water down behind that. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's get into this. All right. Russia's president, Russia's president Vladimir Putin has warned the West of a lightning-fast response in any, to any country intervening in the Ukraine war and creating strategic threats for Russia. <clears throat> no, excuse me. Uh, yeah, shit. Anyway, we all wait. We have all the instruments to respond. That no one can boast of. We're going to use them if we have to. He said. And what has widely been seen as an illusion, wait, an illusion to Russia's arsenal of uh, 
intercontinental ballistic missiles and nuclear weapons. I guess Putin's trying to threaten. Um, whatever. It, it's it's getting old. We we know what you have, Vladdy. We we know we know the nuclear capabilities you have. We have it too. So does China. You know, stop, stop. Nobody wants a nuclear war. So just stop. Vladdy, you're 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 just you're, you're nuts. Just stop. Don't be a Kim Jong Un because he, he's another nutbag you got to worry about. Even though he's got such a small country, but when he's got the backing of people like Russia and shit, I don't know. I think the United States needs to just say, you know what, people, you do what you want to do over there. If you threaten us directly, you're fucking done. Excuse me. That's why we need Donald Trump back in here, and that's why I love my uh, my upcoming story. Anyway, Russia shocked the European community by halting gas supplies to Poland and Bulgaria on Wednesday because they had refused to pay for the gas in Russian rubles, as Moscow demanded. The move comes as tensions remain high between Western allies and Russia after Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, I guess that's it, L-A-V-R-O, yeah, Lavrov, uh, on Monday said, the threat of a nuclear war is very significant and the risk should not be underestimated. These people, they're, they're, come on, nutbag, stop threatening with this stupid fucking shit. It's getting old. I, I'm just tired of hearing it. And I know this is M MSNBC pushing out there. NATO leaders warn. I'd love to know what NATO leaders really warn of it. You know, it, it's it's just fucking crazy. It's really crazy. The war, it's getting old. It's getting really old. Um, and it's only been two months. This could go on for fucking years. And we could have some fucking, this nutbag just constantly, constantly threatening with stupid shit. Nuclear fucking shit. We know your capabilities, dude. Just, just stop. Just fight your war there. It's not that hard to fight against a country that's next to you, literally next to you. It's not that small of a country. It's a pretty big country. But it's not that hard, Russia, when you have the uh, military capability and you walk in there. Yet you are still struggling to even fight Ukraine. But yet you're going to threaten everybody with nuclear war because you're pussies. Because you're pussies. Literally, you're pussies. You can't win the fight. So, I'm, you know, here's the kicker. I can't, I can't win a fist fight, so I'm going to come in with a bat or a gun. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's the pussy move. Mm-hmm. So that's the, you know, that's, that's the kind of move you get from fucking these assholes, you know, in these bad neighborhoods where, you, you know, they can't fight, can fight hand to hand. So they, they, they bring a gun to the fucking fist fight. Stupid. Stupid. Anyway, um, a coffin factory in Liv, uh, Lviv works to meet the demand of rising death toll in Ukraine. Ukrainian craftsmen work to meet the demand of high, of, of rising death toll at a coffin factory in Lviv. Uh, the United Nations have confirmed 2,829 civilian deaths and 3,180 injuries in Ukraine since Russia invaded its uh, ex-Soviet neighbor on February 24th. Uh, of those killed, the UN has identified at least 62 girls and 75 boys, as well as 68 children whose gender is unknown. Uh, da, 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 da. I hope that little gender is unknown thing is, isn't that they didn't pull the pants down just notice if it was a boy or a girl. Um, I hope it's not one of them fucking deals because it's it is CNBC that you know we don't we don't want to state their gender because you know they might have wanted to be a boy but they were a girl. Anyway, 
the, United, the Office of the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights said the death toll in Ukraine is likely higher, citing delayed reports due to the armed conflict. Um, the international body said most of the civilian casualties recorded were caused by the use of explosive weapons with a wide impact area, including shelling from heavy artillery and multiple launch rocket systems, as, as well as missiles and airstrikes. Look, at these kind of things are going to happen when you have, like, like think about nuclear war. Like, the nuclear warhead doesn't land directly on your house and kill you. It lands in a major city and poof, spreads out and wipes everybody the fuck out all around. So when one of these smaller missiles hit a house, like, say it hits my house directly, they're, 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 they're striking me. Most likely, my neighbors are going to die, some of them, the casualties. And they're casualties of war. And they, they, they make it out as in now Putin is hit with war crimes because he's killing, you know, civilians, um, kids, children, women, whatever, uh, you know, unarmed um, civilians that aren't involved in this war directly. Um, the thing is, that's part of like the way we're fighting. It's not we're not shooting directly at one person like. If they actually are taking their guns and they're targeting as women and children run down the street and they're just and they're blasting them and killing them, there's a war crime. That's they're directly killing them. But if these are explosives from a shelling of a fucking building where people are around it and it kills the civilians, there are casualties of war. I'm not standing up for him. This guy's a fucking nutbag. And we need you know, this war needs to end. It's it's ridiculous. The the, the land's not yours anymore, Vlad. Stop. But it's understandable the fact that why some of these civilians are dying. So where do you draw the line between, you know, you're, you're directly targeting civilians or them dying in the line of fire, sort of say, you know what I mean? Almost like a gunfight between cops and robbers and somebody gets in between the two. They're casualties of that gunfight. So... I don't know. It's it just, it's just, it, it's a fucked up situation that's going on in Ukraine, and I wish it would stop, but it doesn't seem like it's going to stop. It seems like it may get worse. Um, nuclear war, I think I talked about this before in one of my podcasts, is just kind of glad I live where I live. Uh, you got you got the city of Philadelphia, and it's probably a major target, so hopefully it's boom, and I'm done. Because I really don't want to live through a nuclear holocaust. I don't think anybody really wants to. But if you do live in an area where you're very secluded, very far from uh, ground zero, and you could survive in your basement, do yourself a favor and just... I always thought preppers were fucking crazy and nuts, but do yourself a favor, man. Get some guns, get some ammunition, get water, get supplies, get food that's non-perishable, and other things that you might need to live. Um... And just hunker down, you know, have it ready in your basement, ready to go, you know what I mean? So when this shit hits the fucking fan, you know, maybe go out and find a used fucking wood-burning stove um, and set your basement up to have one, you know, plumb it out so that way it, so that way when it gets cold, because let's face the facts, in the dead of summer, you can live through heat, you can sleep in the hot weather and stuff, It's it's the freezing cold that you can't deal with, so... You, you got to learn to prep the right way. You got to learn to be able to live. 
So what I'm saying is just, just if, if you have the means to do it, uh, I suggest at least giving, building yourself a little safe kind of area in your basement with food supplies, weapons, ammo, and I would say a wood-burning stove with at least a supply of wood to keep you warm through a at least one winter. Um, you know, blankets and all that kind of good shit, air mattresses, just everything ready to go in case you need it because we're, we are... Eh, it's, it, it's fucking crazy to say it, but we're kind of on the doorsteps of this kind of bullshit. We're standing there waiting to... We haven't knocked on the door yet. But we are definitely either on the doorsteps or walking up the pathway to the door. You know what I'm saying? We have a crazy lunatic nutbag who's at the reins right now deciding he holds the fate of everybody's life in his hands. Threatening people to just stay out of his way as he does his thing in Ukraine. Um, and like I said, I got behind Biden on that one. I felt that. You know what? Don't get directly involved. It's not a, it's not a smart thing to do it. And he's not. So good for you, Joe. I do give you props on that one. Probably the only props I'll ever give you because you're a fucking evil idiot. But um, let's move on. Uh, Ukraine, pray for the people in Ukraine. Pray for the, the people from Russia that don't want to be there either. That don't want to deal with this bullshit. Because you know what? You got one idiot that... Decides he is going to be Mr. Uh, I'm just going to run the world. No, you're not. You're an idiot. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to something a little more positive here. Gary Sinise. The Gary Sinise Foundation that, that actually helps wounded warriors, wounded veterans. A great, great foundation. Um, Gary Sinise moves foundation from California to Nashville. Says he looked at all no-tax states. That's obvious. This story is right out of Fox News, which, let's say, you know, like I said, I'll give you MSNBC, I'll give you Fox News, I'll give you CNN. I like to give all the stories so that way you get it, but we all knew why he was moving. I knew it was a tax deal. Like, but why pay? You have a foundation that I, I think pretty much all that money, if not most of that money in the 90 percentile, go to the wounded veteran. Probably a little bit has to keep the foundation going, so I get that. So why stay in a, a state or city that taxes the shit out of it when it's, it's, it's all going to a good cause? Move to a place where there's no taxes. I mean, he's a patriot. I love Gary Sinise. Great guy. Lieutenant Dan. He's great. You know, I just, it's great. I, lo I love it. I love Sinise. Lieutenant Dan Ice Cream. Uh, let's see. So Gary Sinise, uh, after Gary Sinise announced Tuesday on Fox and Friends, he's moving his nonprofit foundation and his family from Los Angeles, California to Nashville, Tennessee. Sinise told host Brian uh, Kilmeade, Steve Doocy, and uh, Ansley Einhart, I guess that's her name, Ansley, whatever. It was a family decision to make the cross-country move. After so many decades and some great success here in California in the movie and television business, we wanted to change, he said. Yeah, he had enough of the liberal bullshit of California. He just had enough. I, I know that's the fucking case. He's, he's a patriot, and he's tired of being in a fucking a, 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 a state that's so... Liberal, it's unfucking real. It, it really is. I mean, when you got bums, you you got a six million dollar home with beautiful grass outside, and you got some bum with a tent. And he's taking a shit on your front fucking step. Yeah, it's time to pack up and move. Get the fuck out of there, especially when that's okay. 
you know, the break into a fucking business and steal at least, you know, as long as it's under $950 of merchandise, you won't get in trouble for it. Crime rates out the fucking roof in California. It's bullshit. They're gun fucking laws and all that. Get the fuck. I'm tired, you know, and I get why he's doing it. The star of Forrest Gump created a charity and veteran service organization called the Gary Sinise Foundation, which offers a variety of program services and events for wounded veterans. Sinise said the decision was motivated by not having to pay state income tax in Tennessee and having his band, the, the Lieutenant Dan Band, in the Nashville area, which makes sense when you want to sing country music. Uh, I looked at all those non-tax states, but I have many, many friends in the country music business and filmmaker friends in Nashville. There is all kinds of production going on in the Nashville area. It is a great no-tax state, as you mentioned. It will be good for the foundation, he said, adding Tennessee is more centrally located near military bases, which is what he goes for. Since uh, Sinise said many of his employees made the move with him, most of the folks, uh, most of the folks, <laughs> folks, I love that word, folks, folks, most of the folks are out of California now and operating in new space in Nashville area. We have had... Uh, repopulated the staff with a great group of new people. So we are rebuilding. We've got a great new CEO. We've got a great leadership team, he said. Um, it's great that he's moving out to there. I, I and, and I knew as soon as they said it, and they're coming across, oh, Johnny Depp's moving from California to Tennessee, just like everybody else is fucking doing. Come on, man. Ben Shapiro moved out of there. Fucking, uh, what's his name? The fucking fighter. He, he's done. Texas. You got all these people moving away from cities and areas that have become very liberated, liberal left-wing bullshit. Even Tim Poole got himself the fuck into, now I think he's in the Virginia's area. Like, enough's enough. They had enough with the fucking bullshit. And the more you look at it, you're like, these people are not stupid. They're very smart to get the hell away from this craziness this country has become. It's become very, 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 very fucking, oh my God, left wing. Everybody's up in arms. Everybody, I need to have special space. You can't talk to me this way. And we're going to ban you from this and ban you from that. And you can't do this and this and this and this. And you got these rich individuals. And I get this all the time. I get people that Constantly are putting up that $15 an hour minimum wage thing and trying to say how much it'll hurt CEOs, which it it's not going to hurt CEOs. And, you know, but you get that corporate greed. And, yeah, I get there's corporate greed. I get CEOs. Even if you paid your employees $30 an hour, every one of them, you're still not going to hurt that CEO that's making millions upon millions of dollars. And, yes, unions are a good thing because unions set the standard for what the, the people who actually can can – Use the knowledge they have to make a decent living wage. Um, but liberals don't want to do any fucking thing. They just want to be paid. I want to work at McDonald's and make $30 an hour. No, that's not how it works. You're not going to flip burgers and say, hey, can I supersize your shit for 30 bucks an hour? 15 bucks an hour seems to be even too much. And no, none of these large corporations pay $7.25 minimum wage. None of them do. McDonald's even starts at $11. You know, fuck. Costco 17, Walmart, I think 12, something like that, whatever. 
none of them pay minimum wage. All the huge corporations, Amazon even doesn't pay minimum wage. They all pay more. They just don't pay what these people think that need to be paid a living wage. First of all, if you need to, if, if, if minimum wage is your living wage, you really need to rethink your life choices because you're a fucking idiot. And you're either you're an idiot, you're lazy, you're naive. I can use all different kind of words for you. What the fuck? Like I, 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 I actually driving today in the car with my kid. My kid's having struggling with a, with a class and failing grades, and she's in tenth grade. And I said to her, I know she what she wants to be in life. She wants to be an ultrasound technician. What looking at the babies? And I said, it's great, but these colleges are going to look at your grades. And if you have a failing grade, that's a bad mark on you. And she's just not getting it. Like trying to explain to her, like you need to pass with good grades. And then when you move on, an ultrasound technician is a great thing to be because you're needed. It's a medical field. You are physically needed. They can't just get a computer to do it. Yeah, most of it's done on a computer, but they need a person to actually work it. So it's a good thought. When I said to my kid, whatever you do, I even said the trades. Like, yeah, of course you can have automation building walls and things like that in a factory, but they still have to be transported. Trucking, you know, they have to be transported. And then they have to be assembled. And there's no computers that assemble yet. You know what I mean? There's no robots and computers that assemble things. So you still have people that need to be in the trades. So whenever I tell kids, like like I said, you get these liberal-minded kids that want to go to college and they, they, they get to college and they take a liberal arts class and they take basket weaving 101 and then they have a $100,000 debt to some fucking college, to, to Joe Schmo's fucking university, and can't get a fucking job that pays more than, quote, what they're trying to say, minimum wage. Really, they can't get a job that pays more than $11 an hour, $12 an hour. And then you get the liberal left side going, well, this ain't fair. Well, no. What was, what's not fair is that you depend on me who was smart enough to know I wasn't good enough for college. I knew I wasn't. So I ended up getting into the trades. I don't like the world on fire, but I live comfortably. And I'm happy with it. And I'm fine with it. And I also have no problem with capitalism and a CEO making millions upon millions of dollars as long as he treats his employees fairly considering the job they do. If they're sweeping the floor and you're giving them 10 bucks an hour or $11 an hour, I think that's fair. They're sweeping the fucking floor. Okay? If they step their game up and they're actually painting the floor. They're mixing fucking epoxies and they're doing it. And you're still giving them 10 bucks an hour. Then there's a problem. Okay. Now, that's why a union step in and they say, well, we do all the painting in this building. We're making $32, $35 an hour, something of that nature. And we'll do the paint. That's a skill. It's a skill. If you're going to take somebody who's not skilled and you're going to give them a job that really requires a skill and pay them shit as a CEO. And you're making millions upon millions while they're making shit. When they're trying to do a job that actually requires a skilled laborer or a skilled person to do the job, then you're a piece of crap. You really are. Um, so... When it comes down to the, the, the minimum wage thing and the liberals and the crying over this bullshit and seeing Gary Sinise, of all people, pack up and move somewhere where 
there's less of that crybaby bullshit of liberal California and I need, I want this, I want that, everybody who wants shit. I, 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 I'm, you know what, I'm getting off topic. I stand up behind Gary Sinise. Great fucking move, dude. I think he did a fantastic thing. The liberal-minded people are just fucking out of their mind. They're whack jobs. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And let's move on to my next story, which... This really gets the liberal-minded people up in arms. This is the greatest thing in the fucking world. Uh, let's find it here in my paperwork because I really want to talk about this one. This is great. Elon Musk, baby, purchased. He purchased Twitter for a whopping $44 billion. Now, to us, that's whopping. To him, it's kind of like a person that makes hundred grand a year. And buys a $25,000 car. That's what it kind of was for him. Okay? It's 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 really not much when you consider the man's worth $265 billion. You know what I mean? But here's the kicker, man. You, you got Twitter, you know, a platform that was very biased. It was, just like all the other ones. And I've said this numerous times when it came to Facebook, when it came to Instagram, Twitter. The left-wing bias that it had in the silencing of the right-wing, the, 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 the libs love that shit because they can push whatever propaganda fucking fake bullshit they want and shove it down your throat. And when you try to make sense and give them facts, they just shut you down and shut you up. And, and, and we just are like, what the fuck? I'm banned again? Like, on Facebook, numerous fucking times, I've gone to Facebook jail for making a quote that was total 100% fact. And I'm told the fact checkers don't like, you know, now fact checkers seen falseness in this. And I'm sitting there going, one of the things I posted was actually a, 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 a meme that was just inspirational. And they found falseness in it. And I'm going... It was like a meme that said you could do anything you want if you put your mind to it, something like that. And it's like, what's false about it? Like, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. So, you have Elon Musk, you know, who steps in. He's a regular Joe, sort of. <laughs> he is kind of a regular Joe who's just worth billions. An immigrant from South Africa. <laughs> and there's a, there's a thing... That came up today, and I'll have to play this for you because it's actually really fucking good. Let me let me see if I can find it. And this is the liberals' way of thinking about the, the way the way this all works. Um, it, hopefully, I can get it to play. It would be fucking absolutely fantastic if I can. Let's let's see if I can bring this up, and hopefully, it doesn't have an ad before it. It does, but let's see. I don't know if it will play though. You'll be my chief engineer etiquette. It's bad. It's bad. I can't believe Elon's taking over. It's terrible. I wouldn't worry too much. <laughs> well, I think it'll be okay. We might actually be able to improve how we serve people. Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you? For us to improve how we serve people? Yes. You're just as racist as Elon. 
Look at what you've done. You made Atticus cry. Atticus was already crying. <laughs> Hi, my name's Jason. Elon sent me as his proxy to give you some of the initial overviews of the changes he'll be making to the company. My pronouns are person, place, or thing. Those are nouns. My pronouns are he, him. Let me stop you right there. You don't need to do that kind of thing anymore. Hmm. Now, we'll be implementing protocols in the coming months to eliminate spam bots and authenticate humans. And we'll also be making our algorithms open source to increase trust. But that's, like, honest. Yes, we want to increase trust. Uh, I don't think honesty is how you increase trust. You see, we've been using a manipulative algorithm to increase trust with our users. Yeah, we're going to be going with honesty on this one. I do not approve. On behalf of Elon, I want you to know I sincerely do not care. We've got a company to run and free speech to save. Free speech is what allows you to complain about free speech. You're using it right now, sport. Where are the censorship and fact-checking departments? They're on the far left side of the fourth floor. Okay. As soon as we're done here, I want you to go down there and unplug all their computers. Happy to, but wouldn't they just be sitting there all day doing nothing? Yes, that's actually far more valuable to the company now. Uh, hey, could I be excused to go deplatform someone real quick for saying something I don't like? No. Oh, but deplatforming feels so good to do. It gives you all the joy of aborting a baby just with less Satan. No. We're not doing that anymore. Then how am I going to express my activism? In your personal time, not company time. Now, read over these today. It previews how we'll be changing the requirements to get a blue check mark. Oh yeah, Atticus had a good idea on that. Tell him. <laughs> and we get to choose the gender for the person. We're not doing that. Yeah, you won't use any of our ideas just because of our level of binariness. That's definitely not why. Elon is nothing but an entitled billionaire who's had everything handed to him, and now he's using all of his privilege to oppress people by providing them a free speech platform. Look, Elon has earned every penny of his wealth. He came to America and worked his butt off after coming from Africa. Well, I do not like African Americans. That's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Apple's wheelhouse. Twitter didn't create that. Uh, I was thinking we should also have a pregnant baby emoji because babies can get just as pregnant as men can. I can't believe you let people who work under you behave like this. That's my boss. And that's my boss's boss. <laughs> Thank God for Elon. Elon raped me. I don't think he did. Um, yes, he did. Because when he took over our company that I don't own, I didn't consent, but he took it over anyway. So that's the same thing as rape, only worse. <laughs> I want more censorship. We're not doing censorship. But I want censorship. We're a free speech platform now. No, I want censorship. Censorship, censorship, censorship. Okay, so you think censorship is a good idea? Yeah. And you want censorship? Yes. Okay. Then why don't you shut the f*** up? It's the easiest form of censorship around. Oh, uh, uh, well, if you don't give me what I want, I just might quit. Get the f*** out. Well, no, I, I said I might. Get the f*** out now. Well, fine. 
I'm going to start my own censorship company now. Everybody all over the world who wants to be censored is going to leave Twitter and join my platform. Who's coming with me? <laughs> You'll be my chief engineer, Atticus. Are you coming with me? No, I'm going to stay. I like where we're headed now. Fine. You're lost. And to you. Tell Elon when Twitter tanks, he'll be sorry he lost me. Ah, our stock is already up by 10%. And check out the all-new free speech. And, you know, that's probably what's going on right now in the Twitter world. They're, they're freaking the fuck out. And as, as nuts as it, as it comes down to be, it, it's, it's great that we finally got somebody in who has tons of fucking money and decided to say, hey, enough's enough, we need free speech in platforms like this. I mean, I've spoke about this before in a lot of my previous fucking podcasts about these platforms being a way that we communicate the most with, even more so than our own, like, like face-to-face speaking with other people. We communicate through... Facebook, through Instagram, through Twitter, and now we have somebody who actually wants to make it an even platform. That's the greatest part about it. So this already opened the floodgates. I mean, it was literally seconds after Elon bought Twitter that, you know, all the tweets started pouring in on free speech, on voter fraud, etc. You know, all the things that, you know have been silenced on these platforms for so long and others, you know, like Facebook and and Instagram, Twitter finally now is wide open to it. Now, Donald Trump says he will not go back onto Twitter yet. will continue to use his own new platform. And I, from what I hear, his platform is not doing too bad. Um, I haven't been on it yet and I don't even know if I'll get on it, but it sounds to me like he's not going to jump back on, which he, I'm sure Elon, if he decided he wanted to jump back on, which honestly, Joe, uh, Joe sorry, you're not fine. Oh my God, I apologize. Listen, Don, <laughs> Mr. Trump, get back on Twitter because people want to hear what you have to say. We loved it back in the day. You know, as crazy as some of the shit was that you put out there, it's, it was fantastic. Um, That's probably one of the reasons I actually got onto Twitter because I just wanted to see what Trump had to say. Um, this is an absolute huge step to freedom, okay? So, I love just how upset the left has got all about this, and I just proved to you just what it might be like at Twitter's fucking headquarters, but the left is going crazy with this because, uh, let's keep in mind, you know, Musk in no way, shape, or form had threatened to deplatform, censor, shadow ban, or, uh, distort the left's view on this platform, like, he's not silencing the left, he's not, he is just, like I said, allowing an even playing field for everybody, okay, so the fact that this upsets the left terribly should show you exactly who these people think they are and their agenda, and they have some sort of agenda, I think the agenda is to just shut you to hell down and shut you up, so that way, your, your, your voice is silenced. The facts and the truth can't come out to them. They have to push their ideology, their beliefs on you and make you live with it. It's crazy thinking, but that's what they're thinking. 
I don't care if you're fucking a him, she, shu, shu, wee, wee, and you want to dress like a boy, or you want to dress like a girl, but you're a boy. I have a problem when you want to go into the bathroom following my daughter, and you have a penis between your legs. Yeah, there's certain things that just are now, I don't agree with indoctrinating children, especially in the elementary school age. I don't agree on pushing Shit like 12 and 13 on MTV. I think stupid. All this shit is dumb. It's stupidity. And it's making our children dumber and dumber by the day. It really is. So with that said, I'm going to put out CNN's thought on what happened here. Okay. I love I love throwing a left-wing ideology. So why not throw CNN's thoughts? Why Elon Musk buying Twitter is such a big deal. <laughs> they make it like it's – that's the headline. CNN Business. Elon Musk is set to take control of Twitter in a $44 billion deal that at least judging by some of the reaction feels like it could reshape the internet as we know it. Twitter may seem rather ordinary on paper. The company's user base and market value are less than a tenth the size of Metaverse, Facebook's parent company. Uh its total revenue last year was roughly the same as Western Union. And prior to this month, Twitter's stock was below the closing price from its first day of trading more than eight years ago. But Musk's bid to take Twitter, TWTR, private has inspired unsolicited input from U.S. lawmakers, rampant speculation about his impact on the 2024 U.S. presidential election, and even breathless hyperbolic comparisons to the last days of Wellmar, Germany. This is CNN, okay? These people are out of their fucking tree. So why exactly do the stakes feel so big? The answer boils down to the outsized influence of Twitter on public discourse and the uncertainty of what happens when the world's richest man who reveals in his unpredictable ability gains singular control over the influence. There's The left is so fucking scared of this. Doesn't that raise a red flag to anyone? Does that not raise a red flag? I, I, I can't believe it. Although Twitter reported just 217 million active daily users last year, a far cry from the billions reported by rival Meta. Yeah, I know. Meta's so huge because you know what? Fucking Mark Zuckerberg feels for us, and he's on our side. So when I need a safe place to go, I, I, I can go to the Metaverse and go in my fake little private room with my, my private teddy bear and my fake blanket and it's a fake safe space and i feel safe there anyway its users include highly influential politicians business leaders entertainers activists and intellectuals public figures with large followings who in turn shape the public discourse surrounding politics media finance and technology more than two-thirds of twitter's u.s users say the platform is it is is an important if not the most important source of news according to the Poo Research Center, whatever the fuck the Poo Research Center, and Twitter's agenda-setting power seems to be uh, preciously what interests Musk and what makes his control of the platform so potentially disruptive. Listen, uh-uh. freedom of speech is not disruptive. Bias and shutting somebody's fucking idea, like shutting up somebody's speech, taking away the First Amendment rights to people, that's disruptive. That's fucking nuts.
That's crazy. Allow people to talk, whether you're right or you're left. Allow them to speak their mind. That way everybody gets both sides, both ideologies, and they can make up their own mind. People don't get it. Here's a guy that wants to put chips in your brain, okay, and he, he's into AI, but he's also into free speech, and he wants this every single person to be their own person. He doesn't care if you're a fucking dude who wears high heels and a fucking dress and puts on lipstick, and he doesn't care if you're a fucking 300-pound fucking muscle-bound gorilla who hates them people. He doesn't care who you are. He feels that every single person has their own fucking brain and can make up their own fucking minds and can speak their own language all they want on this platform. Free speech, exactly what our forefathers wrote the First Amendment for. You can speak your mind no matter who you are. Doesn't matter. I love this guy. I love Elon Musk. And for people who don't, I'm sorry. You're just you. you if you don't love free speech, you're a fuck. You're not. You're not American. You're not a fucking. You're not a patriot. Musk's deal to buy Twitter sits at the uh, confluence of multiple ongoing. Uh, sus- societal debates including about the power and influence of billionaires the impact of mis and disinformation and the responsibilities tech platforms owe to their users in society and what new regulations should back them up in becoming twitter's owner musk has suddenly collapsed many of these threads into one right as lawmakers around the world seem poised to make some very big decisions about how social media ought to work yes Yes, Nancy Pelosi wants to push that fucking whatever the hell that that two thirty or whatever the fuck that thing is to shut him up because he bought it. This don't you see? Wake up, people! Wake the fuck up! You need to wake up because it's real. It's really happening to you. It's really happening in this country. You, if you have any kind of thought on how the world really should work, how the country should really work, if you have any kind of right wing thought or right wing bias and i'm not saying don't even not even a bias like you don't you're not just that like i am a center person i'm pro-choice i think that women should have the choice so in that little thing that i I sent out there when a guy said something about it's like having abortion and i i am pro-abortion i am not about it using it as a prolac or as a form of child you know um control you know no it shouldn't be used as as a as that kind of thing but in a medical term or in a fact of rape of something that sort, I'm pro – I don't think that abortion should go anywhere. So I'm, I'm, I'm center. I'm a center guy. I, I, I lean right because I have more ideology and freedom and free speech. I love the Constitution. I think the Second Amendment is a fucking fantastic thing because it protects every other right we have. That's me. That's me. And I, 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 I like that. And, and there's so many people on the far left who think I'm nuts for being patriotic and thinking the Constitution's a fantastic thing. Some people look at it and go, it's old. It's ancient thing. It's the way of speaking. Yes, the, the, the speech behind it, the way it's written, it is ancient. But it was also written in the 1700s. I mean, let's, let's get a grip, people. Time did change, but the ideology behind it doesn't. So, in becoming Twitter's owner, Musk has suddenly collapsed many of those threads into one, right as lawmakers around the world seem poised to make very big decisions about how social media ought to work. I said this already. His purchase of Twitter to 
to take it private makes an essential service even less transparent. He, he's not making it private, people. So CNN right there is lying to you. It's not going to be a private situation. Anybody can get on it, okay? It, it, it's free. You can get on it still. Left, right, you can say what you want. If you're left-wing, go ahead and say something on it. You can. People are going to come back at you, and then you can come back at them. The fucking thing that's sad about that is on, on Facebook, I'll go back and forth with people on the left, and then I'll be shut up. After so long, I'll, I'll watch shit that I said just disappear or I'll get, oh, you've been banned. You, 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 you got to spend a weekend in Facebook jail or 30 days or it's bullshit. And Twitter, no, speak your fucking mind because everybody should have a mind. <laughs> a mind's a, a terrible thing to waste. You remember them commercials? A mind is a terrible thing to waste. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. So anyway... His purchase of Twitter to take it private makes an essential service even less transparent and more unaccountable. He's not taking it private, CNN. Get off your fucking high horse. You're a, first of all, this is CNN. Again, what what do they got? Four, excuse me, man. Ooh, my fucking coffee got to me. What do they got? A 14% like approval? They suck. So said Adam Connor, a former Facebook employee and vice president of technology policy at the Center for American Progress, Musk's Twitter takeover is a flashing red light on why the centralization of our online spaces in the hands of select few billionaires is so dangerous. Musk didn't respond to requests for comment in this story. You know why he didn't respond to it? Because this is the left's ideology. Okay, here's the left again. Okay, this Adam Connor. A former Facebook employee and vice president for technology policy at the Center for American Progress. He sounds like he's a gay, left-wing, purple-haired, I need a fake, I need a safe space because I'm just, uh, I'm so soft and fragile. He says that Twitter's takeover is a flashing red light on why the centralization of our online spaces in the hands of select few billionaires is so dangerous. So making a platform unbiased, very centralized, and wide open to free speech is wrong? That's wrong? You left-wing people are the craziest motherfuckers I have ever, 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 ever seen. I, I I know quite a few, and people will come at me with this kind of shit, and I just I can't wait for people to actually say, yeah, really, okay, it, 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 no, like say to me about Elon's takeover, give me some negative fucking thing so I can hit you with this really shit, like you people are fucking out of your minds, you're out of your minds. Free speech is a great thing. Capitalism is a great – being able to take your money and make as much as you want, as long as you do the right thing, is a great thing. It's There's nothing bad about capitalism if you're able. That's the fucking great thing about the United States of America and why I've said to numerous people about it before when they want to fight me over fucking $15 an hour minimum wage getting on that again is that – we don't make anything anymore. Why? Because most of these companies and corporations decided to pack their fucking shit up because they're tired of our bullshit and move it across seas where it's cheaper to get fucking forced labor from some fucking six-year-old kid who has to make the fucking laces for Nike fucking Air Jordans that are going to cost you $250 a pair when they get here from China into the United States of America at a whopping, what are they, Probably another fucking 50 cents on the dollar fucking 
you know, price to ship it over here. So really, they build shop over there. They set up shop over there for fucking near nothing. They get labor that costs pretty much nothing, okay? They ship the product over to here for pretty much nothing. And then they sell it to you for $250 a pair, making a whopping fucking profit. Yet over here, we have fucking liberals. We need $15 an hour minimum wage. To do what? To flip a burger at McDonald's? Seriously. To do what? To push a broom at fucking Amazon? Guess what? That guy's already making 11 or $12, maybe even 15 bucks an hour to push a broom. Uh, McDonald's? No, McDonald's is paying 10 bucks an hour to flip burgers. They're not paying $7.25. So what do you need $15 an hour to do? Tell me what qualifies as a $15 an hour job that's not making $15 an hour. Please explain this to me like I'm fucking five. Please explain to me why freedom of speech is such a fucking bad thing. Explain to me why capitalism is such a bad thing. Explain to me why patriotism is such a bad thing. Explain to me why your Constitution of the United States of America and your Bill of Rights is such a bad thing. And guess what? When you start to explain to me why it's such a bad thing, all I have to do is say, guess what you're doing? You're using, you're capitalizing... There's capitalizing, capitalizing on your First Amendment free speech. So you're using two things. You're capitalizing and your free speech. So when you're telling me the negative shit about it, you're actually using it. With that said, man, I, it's been an hour. I had enough. Elon, fucking you're the man. I love it. You know what? I, You know me. I'm against electric cars. But fuck, go buy a Tesla. Why not? Go buy a Tesla. Here's my kicker. I have no problem with an electric car. I'm not really against electric cars. I'm against the push of eliminating gas cars for electric cars. You want an electric car, get an electric car. I don't think that a Mach-E Mustang is a Mustang. It's not. It's an SUV with electric motor in it. It's not a Mustang. Take the Mustang emblem off of it, Ford, and make that something else. Make that something else. Make that like the fucking, what, what was Astro? The Astro-E. It's an Astro van with a fucking electric motor and it. it's the Astro E. Anyway, or Electro Astro or some shit. You know, come on, Ford, take the Mustang off of it. It's not a fucking electric car. But I don't have a problem with electric cars. Buy a Tesla. Get out and buy a Tesla. Support Elon Musk. The boring company, once he starts drilling some holes into fucking your city to make fucking traffic a little quicker, kudos to you, my man. It's fucking awesome. You know? SpaceX, he's getting back onto the on board with getting to places that man has never been before, you know, like like travel to the center of the earth. Now, he's that's the boring company, travel to the center of the earth. I'm waiting for him to do that. But now, space to all ends of space, he's trying to get to. He wants to get to Mars, he wants to populate Mars, he wants to chip you, he wants to put chips in you to make you smarter and all. I don't just totally agree on that, but there's some things I do agree on that because we have some stupid people in this fucking world that need a chip in their brain. Elon, you're doing a fantastic job. People, I love you. Stay patriotic. Listen to my show. Push this. UnrealPodcast101gmail.com. That's how you get a hold of me. Please, people, like me. Follow me. Push this podcast. If you listen to it and you enjoy it, just push it. Get it out there to your friends. It's the best way I can get bigger and I can talk to people and I can actually reach more. And if I'm reaching more people and more people listen to me, I can get more people on Twitter. I can get more people on things platforms that need to be you know filled up 
So until next time, people, stay patriotic. I love you. You're awesome. I'll talk to you next week, man. Have an awesome week, my fellow Americans. See ya.